We believe that we all have a true voice within, one that when accessed allows us to live a life of true happiness and fulfillment. Through conversations and shared experiences, we'll help you discover the key to achieving this freedom and understand who you are at a deeper level. We'll assess not only how we are unique and powerful, but also integrate why by enhancing your life and giving that inner voice the strength you need to succeed. Welcome to Understanding Personality, Live Your True Voice with your hosts, Mandy Keene and Mike Ryan. Okay, so let's talk about the next one. We have in our culture, and of course, this shows up in personal development, self-help over and over again. We have this obsession with results and goals, don't we? Results, results, results. Yeah. Well, you know, I would say specifically in the self-help culture, this obsession with results and goals and dreams, right? You say dreams and vision. The reason why in the self-help industry is because it sells tickets. Mm. Well, and if you look at our culture, what else does it sell? It sells beauty products. Wait, I mean the weight loss industry. I mean, how big is the weight? I just know it's a multi-billion dollar industry, right? Financial goals. Like, you know, the reason why there's an obsession in the self-help and in our American culture is it's a moneymaker, right? If Can you imagine we started like really owning as a culture and talking about how it's so important to go within and be present. That's kind of really cut down the sales for some of these industries. Yeah, because you can do that on your own. You can do that with close friends. Like you don't need all those things, right? Exactly. It's the same reason why there's not a commercial for broccoli. Right. You know? And the damage that we've experienced with the obsession with results and goals is I know for myself, and this is very vulnerable for me to admit and share, but I'm going to share this because I want to inspire you guys and and be honest and transparent about, you know, my own experience. I, at 21 years old, I was 21, you guys, I was living in beautiful San Diego, California, but I was not happy because, and friend, you can testify with this. I was obsessed about becoming a millionaire, Mm. millionaire. Mm-hmm. You know, and here I was young, healthy at that time. I wasn't, I wasn't getting as many chronic migraines at that time. And I was coaching. I was doing something that I enjoyed, but I wasn't happy. And part of, there was many things, but one of the things that was robbing my peace at 21 years old was my obsession with this result that I thought I had to have which is becoming a millionaire. I just want to say why that robs you of happiness and peace. And I can say it's because like looking back and remembering you back then, like you could not even enjoy the present moment, the people that were there with you then, what we were doing now. Like you took yourself out of the present moment and were not fully enjoying life as it was because you had this expectation on yourself, right? Oh, I never went to the beach. Yeah. I lived in San Diego. I never went to the beach. I never played. I was 21. I didn't let myself be a 21-year-old. I remember like you going out all the time when we were roommates. Mike would go out on Friday night and I would stay home and I would read books and I would listen to audio programs and, and like, I was trying to figure things out because I had to become a millionaire. And guess what? Now looking back on it, you know, that was over 20 years ago. That Mandy wasn't, I didn't need to become a millionaire to be happy. 
I needed to be present and enjoy being young and living San Diego with some incredible people. And yeah, you're right. Like I look back on it. I do have some grief about all the magical moments that I could have experienced and the fun that I could have had had I not been so obsessed with that goal of being a millionaire. Well, but it was also part of the culture that I was in as well. Right, right. And I want to say here, there is, we like to say, gray area with a lot of these things that we're talking about here, because I do want to say, there's nothing wrong with having a dream. There's nothing wrong no. with with. And there's nothing wrong goal. with wanting to be a millionaire. There's nothing wrong with having a goal. Yeah. But it's about like, at what cost? Well, and and is it like, check in with yourself? Is that dream? Is that goal? Has it become an obsession that is holding you back from happiness. That's what you got to look at. Am I beating myself up because I've not done it? Am I upset with myself? Am I taking myself out of the present moment and not enjoying my family, my friends, the people in my life? Like when it crosses that point of becoming an obsession is when it really can hold you back. Well, and I think of this is going to be a hot topic for a lot of women and some men. I think about my obsession also with weight. And wanting to be a certain weight and how many times like I remember catching myself playing with my super cute nieces and nephews and noticing that I was not being present and playful with them. And I remember my, my niece Reese, like, what's, what's wrong, Aunt Mandy? And it was because I was in my head about my weight. And when it, when she said, what's wrong, Aunt Mandy, I was like, whoa, this obsession I have with weight is holding me back from being present with my niece, Reese. It was so programmed. And part of this too, you guys, like we're not saying that, I'm not saying this to beat myself up or, or to have you beat yourself up. Like this is so programmed. I mean, the industries that program us to believe this and the culture that we've been raised in, I mean, there's a lot of mind control with this. Like the, the reason why we're talking about this is so that you can have the awareness to go, oh, okay. And there's nothing wrong too. If you want to lose weight, if you want to become healthy, there's nothing wrong with that. But it's talking about like, robbing us of that present moment because the present moment is literally all we have. Well, and I think also it's when you put your happiness on these things. Like I know everyone has probably experienced this. I know I have. Like you think when I get this, I'll be happy, right? When I lose 20 pounds, I'll be happy. When I get that job, I'll be happy. When I make a million dollars, I'll be happy. You know, replace whatever it is for you. But when I get to this point, I'll be happy. And the truth is, you guys, we've worked with thousands and thousands and thousands of people over 20 plus years. And we have spoken to them and we have talked about their lives and what they tell us over and over and over and over again is when they get there, guess what? They're not happy. They're not happy. Like we have met with so many people who have actually, let's say, achieved that dream of making a million dollars. They're still not happy, right? Or they've lost the weight. They're still not happy because happiness is within. When, when, when you're obsessing with results and goals, what you're really doing is you're trying to make external things make you happy. And because that's not the truth of how it works, then it, it, it's not fulfilling. Does that make sense? Well, and it's it's not fulfilling and it's external. And what you and I, you know, woke up to realizing is it's also not your true voice. Because mm. living your true voice is being present. Living your true voice 
is being in alignment with what's going on right here, right now. And listening to you talk, you made me think of one of my favorite Jim Carrey quotes. We love Jim Carrey. Mm. And I love what when he says, I think everybody should get rich and famous and do everything they ever dreamed of so they can see that it's not the answer. Yeah, Jim Carrey battled very intense depression after he became rich and famous. He's a perfect example. Like, you know, it's so it's it's so funny to us is um how many times, Brand, have you heard the story of Jim Carrey writing himself that $10 million check? Yeah, a lot. Like that's the story that's told. Like you guys who you're you're listening, you might be like, oh yeah, yeah. I remember hearing that that story. For those of you who aren't familiar with it, Jim Carrey wrote himself a check for $10 million, put it in his pocket, and he kept it with him until what was his first movie? Was it Ace Ventura, I think, or Mask. Anyways, it doesn't matter. But he manifested it. And that story is is really widely known in, in self-help and in our, our Western culture. And like, whoa. Yeah. And that's what everyone focuses on. But no one, very few people talk about the fact that Jim Carrey got depressed after that. Right. Chronically depressed. Like, bad. Like, he went through hell. And now he's talking about what it took for him to get out of that. That's the story I care about. That's the story we want you to know. And that's why he says that quote. That's why he talks that way because he figured it out for himself. He experienced that being rich and famous and achieving the dreams that he thought where it was going to bring him that happiness. And he got the rude awakening of going, uh, of experiencing the truth that that is not the answer. Well, and I think it's also too about, you know, when you're obsessing over results and goals, you're trying to force something to happen. Right? Yeah. And I got to say, when you go about it the other way, which is you go within to find your own peace and happiness, and then you go after your dreams or goals, they flow into your life so much easier. I mean, the process is so much more enjoyable to get those things that you want in life when you come at it from a healed, whole, and happy place within, right? And so what is the new way? So the, so the old way is obsessing with results and goals and expecting those things to bring you happiness. And the new way is going within versus external and being in the present moment, enjoying the present moment, being grateful for the present moment. That is where you find true happiness and true peace. Then you can create whatever you want to create in your life. Well, you just made me think of what we've talked about before that, and I, I just, I have to, I have to laugh at myself. You're right. I, I think about how hard I worked and how exhausting it was, you guys, on obsessing about results and goals and how it didn't change anything in my life. And it was so frustrating. And I think about what we've talked about before that it was like, it was like I was combing the mirror and I was just getting really frustrated. Like, why won't my hair straighten? I'm combing the mirror. And like the new way going within is like actually putting the comb on your head and actually combing your hair. And that is how then your external world starts to change. And so for you, it's, 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 it's simply about becoming valuing how you feel and what's going on with you right here, right now, more than the money, the car, the body, the relationship, whatever the goal is. Well, and by the way, and this keeps coming up, you know, the whole shame thing, but what happens when you put this expectation on yourself to get this goal or get this result, and then it doesn't happen, 
for whatever reason, like life happens and that thing doesn't happen in your life. Well, you know, maybe it wasn't meant to happen for you. Maybe it wasn't meant to happen in your life, but suddenly now, if you're obsessed with the, that goal or you're obsessed with that result, suddenly now, if you don't get it, now you beat up on yourself. You feel bad about yourself. You put yourself down. And that just, again, causes you to go down, down, down. But when you let go of the obsession with the result, the obsession with the goal, and the expectation on yourself, and you go within, notice how you feel, and are grateful for your present moment, life starts to become more peaceful. And then from that peace, from that place, from that new place of happiness, then you can, like we said, create whatever you want in your life, go after goals and dreams, just not expecting them to cause your happiness. Well, and what we've experienced is that when we really let go what happens in our world and our reality is way better than what we could imagine. Yeah. You know, I think of that Garth Brooks song, Unanswered Prayers. For me, I mean, I prayed hard to find love and, and to be married. And I look back on the men that I've dated. I think you can agree. Thank God I didn't marry them. <laughs> yeah, and, I can attest to that. <laughs> yes, yes. But I wanted that. I was I, That was another thing I was obsessed with. Uh -huh. I was obsessed with wanting to be married, wanted to be happily married. I wanted that status. I wanted that image. And I thought that was what was going to make me happy. And, you you know, now being with Curtis, I'm like, oh, thank goodness. Thank goodness that didn't happen. Well, and if you had forced yourself to, to get married to one of those men that you had dated. I would be in the witness protection program today. <laughs> right. <laughs> you would definitely not be happy. I mean, so going after just that, that result or that goal, like be married. It, it causes you to really ignore what's really going on with you. And so the, the, the best thing that you did was paying attention to, I don't feel good. I don't feel happy in this relationship and leaving the relationship was, was better in the end than being obsessed and going after, I just, I just want to be married just to say that I'm married or, or I'll be happy when I'm married. Luckily I valued myself more than the image. But you know, I know, I've, 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 I've known people to do that though. Oh yeah. I have too. I have too. And, and you who are listening, you might have done that. And we don't say this to beat you up. Like we're all doing the best that we can. Yeah. I honestly just got lucky that in a way, because I hitched my wagon to commitment phobics as well. <laughs> so <laughs> they, you know, they, they were not only abusive, but they were also commitment phobic. But if they would have asked me to marry them at certain times in our relationship, I would have said yes. And I would have done it. So it wasn't just that I was wise and I followed my true voice in my heart. No, I was also fortunate that I happened to be with men that didn't want to marry me. But I finally left those relationships because the sadness became too intense. And now looking back on it, I thank my sadness. Mm. I'm grateful for my sadness because without it, I wouldn't be happy with my husband today. But this isn't what's taught in our culture. Right. And this isn't what's taught in self-help. And this is what needs to be taught so that we can all suffer less. So the new way, the old way, obsession with results and goals so that we think we buy into the lie, right? Because this is a lie. It's a lie. 
Jim Carrey's living proof. There's a lot of other examples besides Jim Carrey. I'm sure you know of someone. I'm sure you can look back on things in your life where you thought, once I graduate college, I'm going to be happy. Once I get this new car, then I'll be happy. And you probably have your own experience of that lie. You know, who was so what, the, who was the, 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 there was a recent suicide in the past couple of years. Was it, was her name Kate Spade? Kate Spade. Yeah, yeah. I have her wallet. I love her. Like yeah, I love her bags. Her, yeah. This this actually goes into our next one. So let let let's let's save the Kate Spade analogy for the next one. First, I want to finish up and talk yeah. about really what this new way looks like and going within. Yeah. So the new way is instead of obsessing about external and results and goals, it's about focusing on going within. You know, like that that beautiful quote from the Rick Rubin Shangri La show that we that we did on our other podcast. It's about what does it mean to to focus on going within. It means to I think about like if you really want to get to know someone, okay, what would be a really simple answer on getting to know someone? Spending time with them, right? If you want to go within, you need to spend time with you. So that can look like. Of you know, so many ways. What it looks like for me is I meditate every morning and every evening. And that is my quiet time. And that really helps me be present with Mandy, check in with myself. I also walk my cute dog, Whiskey, two to three times a day. I don't bring my phone. I just look at the trees. I'm with Whiskey. It helps me spend quality time with me. And it helps me be aware of like, ah, oh, you know, I'm feeling a little bit agitated today or God, I'm really feeling happy today. Today's it, it, it feels good. Look at the sun. Or I might be, God, I'm kind of missing, you know, I need to call my mom. I haven't talked to my mom in a while. You know, so it's spending that, that quality time within. So what does that look like for you? It might be meditating, it might be yoga, it might be journaling, it might be walking your dog or like friend, what do you do? So I play with my cat. I have a self-care gym that I go into and do stretches, breathing exercises. I meditate as well. Also just spending time in nature. Like you said, I, I love to go out in, on the grass and just take my shoes off and really ground. There's a whole thing with grounding. It's so healing and you can look it up or we'll, I'm sure we'll be talking more about it in the future. There's so many ways to go within. And I think the most important is finding your own way, but whatever way it is, it is being in the present moment and appreciating the present moment and focusing on how you feel. Clearing your mind is, is really great. Not being so attached to clearing your mind, because that's something that you really have to learn over time in meditation. One of the things that one of my mentors taught me about meditation is to not resist all of the thoughts that come into your head. Like, that's one of the things I started doing when I started meditating is I thought I had to clear my mind. And if I didn't do that, I wasn't successful at meditation. But what I actually learned was it's okay that you have all these weird, crazy, random thoughts. Just observe them. Just observe what you're thinking. Observe what comes in and let it go and observe the next thing. But it's really about being present with yourself. Well, and it's not just thoughts. It's also emotions. I think about my meditation yesterday, I hated it, you guys. I was irritated and I kept, I have a timer on my phone and, and I kept looking at my phone and I was like annoyed and, uh, and I, I, I was just so uncomfortable 
with, with being with myself. And one of my teachers have taught that sometimes you're going to love meditating and sometimes you're going to hate it. Today, I loved it. Today, I felt like as I, I meditate outside, I, I ground as well. And I felt like Snow White. Like I heard the birds chirping and I felt the sun on my face. And it was a wonderful meditation. I really enjoyed it. Yesterday was, was not. Yesterday was not fun. But that's part of the practice. And so I would just love to encourage you to find something that is going to be very simple and doable for you to do daily. This doesn't need to be hard. It doesn't need to be complicated. Like I open my sliding glass door to my back patio with my bare feet and I sit on the edge of my patio and I put my bare feet in the grass and I set my timer for 15 minutes and I focus on my breathing and that's it. That's what I do. Like it doesn't need to be complicated. What matters is you find some sort of ritual or practice that you know you'll do daily. And you know, maybe 15 minutes seems like too much for you. Maybe start with five minutes or maybe start with one. But it's about figuring out what's going to work for you based on where you're at right now. Well, and another great place to start going within is to take the assessments, right? Like we we're talking about the personality assessments because there's such a great way to get to know who you are, to get to know who you are at the deepest level, to get to know your, your needs, your, your values, you know, what makes you happy, what you struggle with, what your weaknesses are. Uh, this is another way. And so, so studying your assessment results, reading about a type seven Enneagram, if that's you, or reading about a type nine Enneagram or what it means to be, you know, a high I and, and, and what makes you happy, what makes you tick. These are great places to start going within as well. And, it, and if you are already going within and don't have these assessments, they're such a great tool for you to go even deeper. In our next podcast, we'll be sharing more of what it really means to go within and how simple it really is to start. While the present moment is all that we have, many of us are burdened by our pasts and our futures. And we just lose touch with what our minds and bodies feel right now in the present moment. What has your body been telling you? We'll be talking about the beginning of that natural state of peace we all want to have to quell the anxiety that's holding you back from the growth and happiness that you already have inside of you.